welcome back. How's everyone doing this week? Uh, well, this Monday, you know, I hope everyone is doing super fabulous. It definitely feels like a Monday to me, little to no motivation in this station. However, I got up, made myself a nice, hot, strong cup of coffee, and I got shit done. So I hope you're getting shit done too. And if you haven't, or you're just kind of in a funk, head over to my Instaham, the Traveling Goddess 33 to get some story inspiration. Just click on that story button and I have put together a couple fabulous quotes to get your butt into gear and help you with your Monday, your manic Monday, you know, that Monday slump. And it is definitely a true, true thing as I continue to adult in life and Mondays come around and I just look around and I'm like, man, it's Monday. So it might be Monday, but it is a beautiful Monday. It's a fabulous reset for everybody as we get to start a new fabulous week together. So moving on from that, I hope y'all had a fabulous weekend. We definitely had a great weekend here at the studio, of course, in and out of the studio. We had a couple new adventures and even more exciting, we have plans for future ones. So that is something that y'all will hear about in the next couple of weeks, I am sure, um, because planning for this next adventure is new to me and I am super excited to get into it. So speaking of, let's dive into today to today's adventure, which is all about finding your flow. So sit back, grab yourself a hot cup of tea, maybe it's a cup of coffee or even a glass of vino, whatever it is that soothes your soul and let's dive in. Okay, so flow, what the heck is flow? The art of flow, what is it? Does everyone have it? Can you get it off Amazon Prime? What's it all about? Well, the good thing, the good news is that everyone can achieve this state of mind for free. No Amazon Prime necessary, unless you wanna get something off there, whatever. Anyway, you have heard of being Zen, right? You're in a Zen moment. It's a Zen environment. It is really not much more different than having a flow. It has similar practices behind it as you are creating this space, this moment by immersing yourself in a positive activity. So flow theory is a theory that was founded, excuse me, back in 1970 by a positive psychologist, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, who was a Hungarian-born psychology professor who moved to the United States and then later founded the flow theory. So originally, his study was based on those performing activities for pleasure, such as playing the piano, reading, dancing, knitting, stuff like that. So the idea behind the study was to see what aspects of the brain were brought together when someone was so involved in a particular activity without a reward like money or an incentive or fame. And it found the study concluded that when somebody is actually doing something they love and they are super immersed in that activity, they really don't care. They lose all sense of time and their happiness radar shoots up and they don't care if they get famous or get a dollar for the activity that they are doing. 
So after much research, it had been found that the state of mind a person goes through when in the state of flow brings together three parts of the brain. That's bringing together the cognitive, the physiological, and affective aspects of the brain. In other, in other words, you are not only in a state of flow, but you are in your own zone. So with that little piece of history, which I think is pretty important when figuring out and researching different things in life. It's really good to know where these things stem from and the origin behind them. And Mihai Csikszentmihalyi is a fabulous example of how to find the flow. There is There are so many different TED Talks and YouTube videos on the positive psychologist himself speaking and telling others how to achieve that state of flow. So today we're going to get into a little bit of finding your own zone and then also where you can surprisingly find different states of flow that you might have not even realized that you are in. So to start things off, let's say that you are cooking and this happens to me and maybe it happens to you. And if it does, then that's fabulous. So just a simple, let's say we're making spaghetti. We're in the kitchen. There's nobody else around. You put on a little music and you're like dancing around the kitchen and you're just peacefully going around, getting all the ingredients. You're chopping the tomatoes so effortlessly, dancing around. You're getting the pasta, filling up the pot with water, all while sprinkling spices into the sauce. And you're literally thinking of nothing except the meal you are creating. Nothing around you seems to bother you as you literally continue to prance around. That, my friends, is a state of flow. So if you've ever experienced this, whether it be through cooking or dancing or um, running, going to the gym, a lot of people experience that flow going to the gym, or maybe it's with yoga, whatever it may be, that is something that our mind, body, and spirit is so capable of, and it is so healthy and usually free unless you have to go to the store for some ingredients or take a yoga class, whatever. If it brings you happiness and it costs a little money, I would say it's worth it. So surprisingly, in the study that was conducted by Mihai Chick sent Mihai, it seems as though sometimes we are more in the state of flow when we are in a work setting than in our free time. And after I read that, I, I kind of found it interesting because I was like, whoa, wait, when have I ever been in like this like zone out sense of flow at work? I must have really loved that work. And I thought about it and I was like, oh my gosh, some days I am a barista at a local coffee shop and I find myself in this weird like zen flow moment. Uh, somebody orders a cappuccino. I get the whole milk. I pour it in the the steamer cup and I'm steaming the milk. I'm pulling shots of espresso and I'm just literally, I have my own little rhythm, my own little dance. And it hit me. I was like, holy guacamole. I have a state of flow when I am at work because I thoroughly enjoy making coffee. So it really, it, it made a lot of sense when I was reading about the study that 
sometimes more often than not, we find that in our work setting than we do in our personal time. Because in our personal time, you know, we come home, we make dinner, we shower, we go to bed. At work, usually it should be something that you love doing. So when you see people typing away in the coffee shop and it looks like nothing in the world could bother them, it's probably because there really isn't. They are most likely in that same state of mind that I am when I'm making coffee. So just something fun to point out and interesting to reflect on. What is it in your work that brings you that sense of flow? What do you do? What what activities are you performing when you're just, you're at it? You're just going for it. Maybe there's a little music in the background. Maybe there's none at all. Like what gets, what gets your brain going to where everything else seems to stop? So just something to kind of reflect on. So if you've ever found yourself in this state of mind, I think particularly a lot of people find this when they're dancing or listening to music. A lot of people when they're creating music, especially writing, this is all due to the nature of that activity being highly enjoyable. So while some people find their work just daunting and absolutely irritating and not enjoyable at all, then they're really not getting any sense of flow. But when you're thoroughly enjoying the work you're doing or enjoying the dancing that you are performing or the music you're listening to, you are in that state of mind and it's quite a beautiful, quite a beautiful place. So sometimes I find myself getting into the state of flow when I'm doing something as simple as writing a paper or journaling. And that is totally normal. This is due to the nature of the activity I find highly enjoyable. I literally lose all sense of time, which is great. However, I will disclaim it's not that great if you have somewhere to be. So just, you know, maybe, maybe set some timers. But whatever the case, it's interesting because, you know, writing a paper for school, you would think, oh my gosh, like that sounds awful. But once you're in it, you're getting in the zone, you're learning things, I'm citing resources, I'm note-taking different different things I found from a plethora of different articles, and I am in that flow because I'm thoroughly enjoying what I'm doing. So getting into, getting past the brief history and education on the art of flow, what do you think your flow is? Do you have more than one? Is it an activity you didn't think you had that slow down state of mind where time passes as you're performing the activity? Well, I'm going to help you find what that flow is. So if you don't know what it is, stay tuned. I'm going to help you find that flow right after this short break of today's daily message. And welcome to today's daily message. And today, this message is brought to you by a reminder of the universe. Whatever you put out into the universe, you will receive. When you can be kind, be kind. And when you can help another person, help another person. And thanks for listening to today's daily message. So with that, we are back. Yay. So how does one achieve a state of flow, whether that be in work or life or whatever or wherever? 
So you first need to ask yourself a couple of questions. So go ahead and get yourself a piece of paper and pen or pencil or really whatever you'd love to doodle with. You're going to ask yourself a couple of questions. What? So do you love what you do for work? Yes, no, maybe. Okay. What is the work that you love to do? Not the work that you are doing now, but what is something that you love to do, whether that be work? Are you in the present moment when you are at work? Do you have clear and well-defined goals? What is it about the work that makes you lose all sense of time? So answering these questions will help find what it is about work that puts you in a state of flow. So for example, if you answered yes to being present in the moment at work, that is a great, a great part to add to your flow. Do you have clear and well-defined goals at work? Yes. Okay, perfect. That adds to it. Well, what is it about work that makes you lose all sense of time? Say you're a graphic designer and it's when you're editing photos or you're creating, excuse me, or you're creating a graphic design piece for somebody and you're present in the moment, you have well-defined goals and you're losing sense of time because you are creating. That is that work state of flow. So another, a couple more questions to ask. Do you love it? Are you thoroughly enjoying the work you do? And if you answered no to every single one of those questions, it might be time to look for a new job that allows you to express your creativity and immerse into a zone in which you thrive. And that's not to go without saying that right now is a great time to jump to another job if you are looking to do so because literally everybody is hiring. So Moving on, we're going to get into activities. What activities make you lose all sense of time? So literally taking those questions and applying them to the activity aspect of your life. So dancing, writing, reading, knitting, walking, hiking, whatever it may be, ask yourself those same questions we just went over and add to it is what I am doing make me happy? Is it making me happy? Do I love what I am doing? Um, am I in the present moment? Am I fully emerging myself into that state of flow and awareness? What is it about this particular activity that makes you lose all sense of time? Write it down, literally write it all down. You cannot write too many things down. And in season one, (laughs) season one, yay, of the Traveling Goddess podcast, I had mentioned a bubble chart. The bubble chart, super simple. All you need is a piece of paper and a pen, or if you do it on your phone, um, some phones in the notes section, they have um, like a, a little drawing part where you can draw on the notepad. Put your name in the middle and to the left, write things at work that make you happy and put you in that flow state of mind. And then on the right hand side, circle and branch off things that make you feel that way activity wise. So for example, on the left-hand side for me would be barista. And then off of that, I would put a line and I would put a circle and I would say making lattes or making cappuccinos. That's my work state of flow. And on the right-hand side for activities, I could put dance in a bubble. And then off of that, I branch off of the dance part and I would write um, the music and movement combination 
is all I'm focused on at that moment. So instead of writing all that, I could just put movement, music, um, just literally repeating dances. So just making a bubble map to put it all into perspective is something that I am really, really advising because I think it really, it, it allows you to see everything laid out pretty nicely. So if you want to get weird with it, get some colored pencils or gel pens. Whoa, gel pens. Do they still make those? I don't know. Um, whatever it may be, just get creative with it. Who knows? That might be your flow. Hey. Um, so a great example that I really love to use is none other than a yoga flow. So I am sure a lot of people, if not everyone knows what a yoga flow is by now, because you literally get into the flow of the rhythm and dance of doing yoga. So say you're stretching out and you feel that stretch. That's that immediate feedback to your brain saying, oh my gosh, this stretch, my left arm going over my left leg, stretching to touch my toes, that feels amazing. And I'm going to continue to do this. That's literally all you're thinking about. And then as you continue to do the yoga movements and that flow that the instructor is putting on, all you're thinking about is doing yoga. You're thinking, okay, I'm focusing on my breath work. I'm calming down. Like the environment around me is calm. I am calm. You know, you're repeating these mantras to yourself. That is a state of flow. And I sound repetitive today, but it's for good reasons because we all need this in our life. So that immediate feedback is what you want, whether it be yoga, dancing, or at work. And when you get that immediate feedback, that is when you know you are entering that state of mind. So like I said, immediate feedback with yoga is that stretch. All Literally all you're thinking about is, wow, that stretch feels good. Okay. So you're typing on the computer. Wow. Okay. So this article is getting pretty great. I need to make sure to open another window so I can put some more notes in here. You are getting that immediate feedback, that immediate response from your brain. And you are literally going into that state of mind where you should be focused and happy. And for me, it's focus happy while maintaining that sense of calm and relaxation. So you also have to keep in mind when figuring out what is and what is not your flow is the activity that you are doing is supposed to be challenging, but it's not supposed to be super duper easy or super duper difficult, but literally just right. So just something to keep in mind when you are writing down these things and trying to figure out your rhythm with it. So a couple things to keep in mind if you haven't found your flow just yet. Aside, apart from those questions to ask yourself, I also want you to ask yourself what time of day seems to be the most energetic for you. This is also called your biological peak time. These are the times you want to try out new things. These are the times you want to take advantage of because your brain is excited and energetic and ready to do things. So maybe like when you come home and you're super tired from the day and you want to kind of like express a little bit of flow in your life and you go to the gym, you may or may not experience that because of the depletion that you're already feeling. So make sure when you want to try something new, maybe like a climbing gym or knitting. If you can't tell, I've been really into knitting lately. 
make sure you have an activity where you are pushing your skills and challenging yourself all while having that consistent energy. So, you know, maybe 12 o'clock on Saturday is when you're most energetic on the weekend. Use that moment in time to go to a climbing gym and then see how you feel. Write it down, note take it, bubble map it, do whatever, but make sure you are tracking your progress and to make sure that you are experiencing these things. So having immediate feedback is also highly important, as I said before, as it gives us as it gives you instant happiness or a sense of calmness. Calmness. That is your immediate feedback. So, you know, the immediate feedback from performing an activity, it's like, whoa, this is amazing. I'm gonna keep doing it. That's also driving into that happiness meter and that calmness and just driving up those that that sense of flow. So make sure you're recognizing those, whether it be during the activity um, or after. I would recommend checking it out after like, okay, wow, I just wrote a five page paper, double spaced and 10 font and Times New Roman. <laughs> no personal story here. Um, what was I experiencing when I was doing this? Like, where did my mind go? Oh, it went directly into the work I was doing. So just something to reflect on after after that moment has happened. Another amazing thing that we must take into counterpart when you know taking that time for ourselves is to get rid of distractions. If you absolutely must have your phone near you, literally just put it on silent. After all, you most likely have a watch that will ring too. This is literally the time you are allowing yourself to completely emerge in the activity you are doing. So let that happen with no distractions. Okay, and now getting into a couple tips and tricks in this portion of today's episode of The Art of Flow. So a couple great tips to help you find this state of mind is to do something you love whether it be the yoga or your work or whatever, just find that thing that you love and just go with it. Don't really think too much of it. And that's not what this episode is about. You know, don't overthink it or anything. This is here to help you and give you the tools so you're able to achieve that state of mind. So something you love to do Just start doing it and see what happens. You know, don't think too much of it. Just do it. Um, It is also super important to have that like minor challenge, but not anything super over the top or super like stupid easy. Just something moderately challenging to where you're able to do the activity. Um, like I had just mentioned before this segment is to clear the distractions. It is really important. This is your time. This is your time for yourself. You're supposed to enjoy yourself. You're supposed to keep practicing and try to focus on this particular task and activity that you've been wanting to do. It is that slowdown time. So make sure you are finding yourself clear of distractions so you can fully give yourself that opportunity to achieve that flow. 
going into this, I want to disclaim that, well, more like ending this, I want to disclaim that, you know, don't be so hard on yourself if you don't have a hobby or a job that you love. It's, there is there are so many things out there in the world that we're able to do and it is a lifelong journey that we have so if you just have one thing in life that makes you super happy and brings you just the most joy make sure you're doing that don't disregard it and if you have to work a little harder to get to that point then please by all means work a little harder to get to that point because having that one piece of you that you're able to do, whether that's the dancing or the yoga or reading or knitting, whatever it may be, that's for you. That's for you. And it's really important to have that hobby that you can just immerse yourself in. So I know as a prior photographer, editing photos was a really huge one for me because I would literally just edit photo after photo after photo. And I just literally would not think of anything else. Sometimes I'd have to like look away from the screen for a little bit just to refocus my eyes. But it was just one of those things that I loved to do. And now that I'm growing older, you know, it's a little different and I still love to do it. And I still find myself getting into that state of mind. But I have also found other hobbies and activities that I enjoy as well. So keep an open mind and don't be too hard on yourself. Just go with the flow. Oh, I bet you knew that was coming. Anyways, those are just a couple tips and tricks I want you to keep in mind when trying to find your flow. So immerse yourself in an activity this week, take it a challenge for yourself, and make sure you document your experience so you know what you're feeling, and it's good to look back on those moments. So ending this episode with a quote from the positive psychologist, the best moments in our lives are not the passive, receptive, relaxing times. The best moments usually occur if a person's body or mind is stretched to its limits in a voluntary, a voluntary effort to accomplish something difficult and worthwhile. Hence the state of flow, baby. I hope everybody enjoyed today's episode. I know I did. I am super excited and super grateful that I was able to record this today and send it out into the universe. I will catch you all next week for another fabulous episode on the Traveling Goddess podcast. In the meantime, go ahead and keep up with me on social media. I have created a bimble and I'm going to repeat this because I had a listener accidentally download the wrong app, which was Bumble, which is completely different. (laughs) Um, So bimble, B-I-M-B-L-E, on your app store. It is this fabulous traveling app. It's basically Pinterest for your traveling spots. You can create, share, and follow different creators that have made a playlist for different places that they have been. So if you're new to an area or you're traveling, this is a great way to get in touch with the local feels, the vibes, and the really cool places to go. So definitely check me out on there. That's the Travel Goddess. And then I'm also on the Instagram, which is the Traveling Goddess 33. So make sure you're following me on both of those to keep up with the latest updates and tips, tricks, and who knows what else. 
I will catch you all next week on another episode. Until then, stay fabulous and stay beautiful.